Hello and welcome to One Inch Past Scary Podcast. I'm Kirsty Sayer and it is March 29th, 2022. It's actually Aaron Sayer's birthday, so happy birthday, Aaron. If you're listening, which I know you will, Aaron is my most faithful listener, I think. So uh, send him a birthday wish across the uh, airwaves or world or country. Um, we also have, and you're going to hear the sighing and hopefully nothing else. There is a really big one from Sharka. Sharka is my guest today. How are you, Sharka? He is, um, well, I think, subdued. Um, tired by all of this. All of this, he gestures at everything and nothing. Um, today is going to be a short episode. I've actually attempted it twice, um, and it just didn't feel right. It didn't feel like the ty- the type of episode that needed to go out this week and so I'm going to give you one last attempt. Um, I'm feeling like there is um, a distinct lack of joy and levity in the world and obviously there is good reason for that. Um, Lots of terrible things are happening to lots and lots of innocent people. Um, We all are aware of the war in the Ukraine in Ukraine, not the Ukraine, sorry about that, I apologize. Um, We are aware that we've come off of two exhausting, sad, divisive, um, and loss-filled years of a pandemic, and that that is still going on. We know that people are still sick, and people still will become sick from this, and our lives have changed in lots of small and large ways. Um, And I've been just thinking a lot lately about how um, little joys that we used to really kind of um, give us a spark and preoccupy our minds and our free time um, and act as little deposits into our banks of happiness, which in turn gave us increased resilience for difficult things, um, have evaporated in in ways um, that are completely connected to um, the logistics of managing a pandemic, you know, um, lots of gatherings went by the wayside, and now they've just become something that we don't have the energy for or we've even forgotten that we used to indulge in. And my proposal is this. Um, When I was a younger woman, I was obsessed with this book um, called Romancing the Ordinary by Sarah Van Brethner, I think is how you pronounce her name. Um, But I loved it so I had it next to my bed most of the time it was like it had rough cut pages so that was just everything about the book was just beautiful to me it really checked all the boxes for me in terms of um, just a sensory delight Um, you know just the pages felt beautiful they looked beautiful there was like little ribbons included to mark the day and it was a simple celebration of life, um, of the little things in life. And since then, I've become a collector of books like that. 
And in fact, I've often thought about incorporating into my social media presence, um, maybe just taking photos of pages of books like that, sometimes reading from them. And I think I'm going to do that. I've just felt like moved to do that for a long time because I just don't think that we can ever be accused of adding too much beauty into the world. Um, and I've certainly um, appreciated different people who made an effort to encourage us all to be very intentional about adding beauty and pleasure and luxury in ways that had nothing to do with money into our lives. And I know that they've made a big difference to me. Indeed, that book, I think, made such a difference to me at a time when I wasn't aware of how badly I needed um, to heal from childhood trauma of how badly I needed, you know, real therapy and other things in order to rewire and heal my brain and my body and my responses to the world. I think I latched onto whatever I could. Um, I had a strong sense of survival and also a strong and keen awareness of how much beauty there was in the world and how much it, it you know, focusing on it helped me. And that book was just such a celebration of that sort of thing. Just, you know, being so aware of things that made you happy in the moment and then adding more of them into your life. And so I want to talk today something just light, something light and fun um, about some of the things that add joy and pleasure into my everyday life and how I consider them not self-indulgent and not frivolous and I don't consider it a tone deaf thing to do at a time when there's so much suffering. I consider it critical because I have fallen prey and victim so many times to the concept of if there is suffering in the world and I'm not suffering then I am part of the problem and I don't believe that anymore at all. Shaka is sighing just sighing in so much dismay over that concept that I adopted because it was super destructive to me and I also understand that it had a lot to do with trauma and it had it was a response to trauma and it wasn't it's basically a real tell um, of somebody who had you know unhealed trauma and 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 that's how we kind of think you know we get all tied up in the injustices we get overwrought by them we get tied up in the suffering of others and we feel guilty for not suffering alongside other people and that's not what empathy is empathy is the ability to feel with people and the courage to go to have the imagination if we've not experienced that is to really allow ourselves to imagine how bad they feel but not to exhaust ourselves with tragedies um, and suffering that isn't ours to be able to create healthy boundaries so that when we are called upon to navigate tragedies and difficulties in our own lives as we all will because that is life the curriculum is often stringent and so difficult but if we have physically shock is just really feeling this <laughs> if we have physically and emotionally invested everything all of our energy into mourning things that we have no power over into thing in you know not allowing ourselves to take a break from that to create healthy boundaries and to reset ourselves and to um, 
rest and and then also to delight in little things every day when we don't have the choice um, we might find ourselves too exhausted and not up to the task and when I say when we don't have the choice so yes I'm aware that some of the luxuries that I speak of and the indulgences that I speak of are not the choice of people who are suffering unthinkable things all around the world right now they don't have these options I'm aware of that and I'm super sad about it too and I'm not making you know I'm I'm not blithe to those things but I'm also aware that if we have the chance to build up our own resilience in times where we do have the choice we should because we never know when we too will be in a situation where we don't have those things and hopefully we've built enough resilience in our happiness banks in our um in our joy bank that we can dig deep into them um a lot of people have said of war and of suffering that the thing that you know got them through was remembering happy times and pondering happy memories and going back to those and just escaping to those things and so i think that there's every reason to believe that an investment in yourself is very worthy and I know that to be true for myself when I've gone through particularly as austere phases for whatever reason and all of them had to do with bad mental health when I thought that there was some kind of virtue in depriving myself of sleep or food or nice things or just simple pleasures or just the time away to take a shower even you know as a mother um, I can't you know my baby needs me too much or my family needs me too much or there's not a, a penny to, to spare on anything that will give me um, much needed respite or joy or whatever. Um, ultimately, my family has suffered for it. And I've, I've touched on that in the last few episodes. It's something that I'm really conscious of right now and what a, what a, terrible, um, what a terrible mistake it is to make to betray yourself and your own needs because you think that other people need you so much. Because in the end, you will let just them down. Um, so much worse and have no choice other than to do it because you have to take you've burned yourself all the way out and you have to take the time to rebuild and or you know um, you'll become so sick um, either of spirit or of body um, so I do think that it is very noble and very worthwhile and very valid to do all that you can when you can to enjoy your life and to do things that give you simple pleasures and to do them intentionally and when I speak of luxury it can be as something as small and always making sure that you have fresh flowers or some kind of fresh item um, in your home and you know in the winter sometimes I'll go out and like we have a tree in our backyard that has like red berries on and you know I'll just like clip a little tiny few twigs from that tree and bring them in and and make a, like a little winter arrangement and that will bring me joy and that will feel like nurturing for my soul um, in the winter I make sure that I'm sure if you've seen pictures of our house it looks really juvenile sometimes because there's lots of fairy lights strung around like our main living areas and that's not a very sophisticated look and I'm highly aware of that and sometimes it bothers me to be honest um, but my therapist who is Norwegian um, by descent um, encouraged me at the beginning of winter because it gets very dark here to add as many lights fairy lights candles 
any kind of light I could find to my house and as soon you know to help me deal with um, the seasonal affective disorder and even though that the, those kinds of lights aren't um, therapeutic grade I use a seasonal affective disorder lamp for that um, they do raise my spirits tremendously <clears throat> and having more light in my house in the form of little twinkle lights delights me and and it really did make does make my house cozier and more cheerful and I'm very sensitive to these things and it makes a difference so um, during the winter months you know my husband is awesome in in terms of stringing up tons and tons of little fairy lights he never begrudges me that he never says like okay we're grown now you know you can't be having fairy lights strung all over the house as if we're high school girls um he just does it he buys them when they burn out and he replaces them and and he's great about it because he has seen firsthand how these little things um contribute to me feeling joy and when I feel joy, the rest of the family is a lot happier. So, um, plus he loves me and wants me to be happy. And I think that we need to be the people who love ourselves best and do whatever it takes to make us happy. I think back to when I had babies and how I was so, so religious about um, massaging them with like lovely thick high quality lotion after their baths I would give them a bath every day and then I would you know give them this lovely massage with like lovely smelling lotion and they were always so soft and they smelled like roses and everybody always commented on it and it was just like this lovely bonding experience for me and them and you know I hope that they felt just you know cherished and loved um, as much as I sort of could give, you know, that was, that was a very nurturing thing to do to them. And, um, it also helped when they were particularly fussy, that they smelled so good. It helped, you know, get me through the night that, you know, at least if the, if I was going to be tired, this baby was delicious smelling and feeling, and it really worked. And when I was doing my own healing later on, um, I instinctively sort of had this idea like treat yourself like a baby you know baby yourself and I started to use those same, same lotions on myself and take long baths every day and it really worked to calibrate recalibrate my nervous system to be nurturing it was part of this whole concept of reparenting you know which is um, something that uh, people who've experienced childhood trauma um, abuse or neglect from their um, you know, their care providers will engage in both, you know, in terms of mental exercises, but this was a physical manifestation of me parenting myself in the way that I've parented my little babies and showing that same nurturing and love and respect. And it just gave me a lot of joy. And, you know, I've noticed that, you know, over the course of the pandemic, a lot of us have stopped doing things that brought us joy. Maybe, you know, because we don't go out as much, we don't dress in clothes that used to be super fun. I used to love heels. Heels brought me a great deal of joy and, and wearing them was fun. And um, I liked just the novelty of being a little taller for a change. And they just would, I love how heels look. I think they're beautiful. Like to me, they look like works of art often. And I just had 
took so much joy in that and you know with not going out I never put heels on and I actually just put them away because it wasn't practical and I needed more space for all my comfy clothing and um you know okay so that's fine so maybe heels aren't sort of part of my joy um, repertoire as much anymore but then they need to be replaced with something else right and so I started to indulge in in getting and buying really beautiful pajamas or at least pajamas that I think um, are attractive and feel great you know against my skin when after I take a bath and I'm gonna hang around the house um, or just be comfy and I'm wearing pajamas that feel gorgeous and bring me joy that is something that feels nurturing to me and so yeah so maybe I don't buy as many heels anymore but I do buy lovely pajamas and you know that's that's fine that's practical and it's something intentional that I do um, but I was also noticing that I you know for a long time there I had this this um, skin condition on my hand that was so painful and so sensitive and I stopped being able to wear any kind of lotion that smelt any kind of way and I realized you know I really used to had, get a little boost throughout the day um, by putting on nice smelling lotion on at least on my hands and when I became so careful about you know not triggering that that skin condition which is now you know sorted out um, I just phased out all good smelling lotions and I recently realized that I I could start using them again and when I put on a lovely smelling lotion last night after my bath and then I kept smelling it you know throughout the night and when I woke up this morning I was like this is so nice and it brings me joy like something like that and you know no it's not tone deaf to talk about doing this for ourselves because while we are so burnt out and sad and downtrodden right now in general and more people I know are struggling in more ways really valid ways than I've ever known in all my life it is it is important for us to find any little joy so for me I will say that the pajamas has been a big one um, I have also invested in bamboo um, sheets and linens as much as I could I used to think that there was only for the very very wealthy because bamboo used to be hard to find and you could only find it at these little like um, boutiques in like beach towns I found like bamboo clothing you know it felt so silky and wonderful but I look at the price tag and go like wow maybe one day and then I just happened to do some research and found lo and behold much to my surprise that you can get extremely affordable bamboo linen online and it costs half the price of some Egyptian cotton stuff that I've seen of you know decent thread count and it's infinitely affordable it becomes better as you wash it it's temperature controlled so you feel great um, it's just silky and lovely in you know as a sheet and it's like it wears well it just becomes better and stronger the more you wash it it's wonderful and I am like thrilled by this discovery and I've passed it on to so many other people and they say you know honestly my life has changed by this bamboo these bamboo pajamas all this bamboo bedding I sleep so much better and it's just it's so nice and I'm just like honestly yeah I am delighted by the fact that it helps me sleep better and it's you know sustainable and all those things but it also gives me a little thrill of joy when I 
you know, when I get into my bed, this is just so comfortable. And I feel like, wow, I've done something to remind myself that I'm worthy of these things, that I'm worthy of these little luxuries that actually don't, you know, cost that much money at all. They don't cost any more money um, than what I was already spending. Some ways in which I do justify spending that little bit more is buying things that smell nice to, to clean with, really nice. Um, because if I'm going to be cleaning a kitchen multiple times a day that I didn't miss, um, and dealing with the irritation of that, you can be damn sure that I deserve to spend maybe a dollar or two extra on a cleaning supply that is enjoyable to smell while I'm doing it, right? Life is short. So let's realize that when we make our purchases or we decide on what we're bringing into our home, or what we're going to look at, or what extra effort we're going to make, that, you know, we recognize that life is short, and it is a little extra cost going to amortize over time to bring us a type of joy that we deserve? Yeah, probably. Um, being completely practical all the time at the expense of small amounts of joy every day um, is, not, is not a good investment, in my opinion. I know this is... Um, something that my husband and I have spoken about a few times with regard to the car he chooses to drive. Now that car is not a car that I would choose to drive and I urged him at the time that he was making this purchase to invest in a hybrid car because I was like he will obviously it's you know it's obviously it's better for the environment but it's also you know gas mileage you won't have to worry so much about the expense of your commute when gas prices go up and down because he does commute um, he has a considerable commute every day and he usually you know sort of mm -mm, he will like he'll take into account what I want when major purchases are made you know and he'll really you know and I usually kind of my my thinking usually wins out but he stayed really really firm with regard to his car and I was like you know damn I feel like you could have a more comfortable car and more like cost-effective car you know one that you didn't have to do upkeep on as much and whatever and I just like to me this wasn't a good purchase and those conversations all stopped when he said one day you know what but when I get into this car I smile every single time this car brings me joy every day and that just like that was it that was the end of all conversations or complaints regarding his choice of that car because if somebody can tell me that something, anything that they experience every day actually brings them joy, significant joy every single day. I am never going to complain about it again. And especially if that's somebody I love and who's made endless sacrifices for our family and asks for very little in return, um, then that case closed. And so if something is that little bit less practical or that much more expensive but within reason that it's not going to plunge you into, you know, crushing debt that you will regret later. Um, and you can say that of that thing. Please get that thing. Get that thing today. Get it right now. Um, you know, I, I think about how many times I just made silly sacrifices about things, you know, that may very well have added pleasure and joy to my day. 
and for no re no good reason I would choose the thing that didn't instead because it saved a few pennies and I regret that now you know as I get older and I recognize how fleeting life is and how important little b deposits into the bank of our happiness and re in turn our resilience are I really regret those those little moments of austerity and frugality um, I you know when I think of ways in which I wasted money on things that were not very you know that didn't bring me joy long term that didn't matter long term stupid things you know subscriptions that I've forgotten online subscriptions that I'd forgotten that I had or just fast food or stuff like that you know um, I I really I regret them and I don't want to continue to have regrets like that so if you're feeling very burnt out let me suggest that you go out and you get yourself a perfume that you like I had one that I agonized about a year or so ago a year or two ago because it was it was too expensive it wasn't it there wasn't a special occasion and I didn't feel worthy of it at the time and then I changed my mind to be like like why would why am I not worthy I'm a grown woman who does lots of good things in the world and this would bring me a lot of joy I am obsessed with this perfume I want to own this perfume I like the way the bottle looks I like the way it smells went round and round and round and round and the moment that I just got this damn perfume and started using it every day and realizing how little each spray cost when it came down to it um, I immediately felt more worthy and I started to get even more done and I reached a considerable like number of goals based on the fact that I had acted like somebody who could afford that perfume I then you know did things in my in my work that made it so that I could and it was just, just a, a weird little game that I played with myself and that I kind of regret now I'm like I don't have to you know go back and forth regarding my worth you are worth things that make you happy you are and if you can afford them you should get them um, again going back to the babies and the children I don't think twice about spoiling my kids and making sure that they have the softest clothes when they're babies or trying my very best to be able to afford every single birthday gift or Christmas gift they put on their list because they are worthy of those things. They are my children. I love them. I adore them. And like I've you know come to understand, we are, it is most important for us to be the person that loves us the most. If you're not the person who is your own best friend, if you don't love yourself more than anybody else does, and if you're not committed more than anybody else is to your own happiness and your own welfare, you'll, you won't be worth much to those around you. We can only love and be as generous to others as we truly believe we are worth um, long term when the chips are down. Um, I've discovered you know when I was treating my baby so well as a young mom I didn't love myself or think of myself as as worthy and that really became more and more and more important work to do as I got older the more I've you know modeled worthiness to my children the more that I've modeled the importance of doing the work um, and then doing the work the more I have become a better mom and the more I've you know fallen off the wagon on that and neglected my own needs the more my older children have suffered and so you know you may think well you know my my you can't love people you know you can only love people as much as you love yourself thing is 
inaccurate because of the amount of moms who sacrificed and scraped by and, and deprive themselves when their kids are young. That might seem valid, you know, but at the end of the day, those kids are watching you, right? They're watching and they will react to the way you live your life, by example. Um, your daughters, if you're a woman, it may see that you were very self-depriving and might model that in turn. Um, and that's not something we want for our children, right? Or your self-deprivation could turn to burnout or bitterness or illness, and then you're not as available to your children um, as a stable, happy, and healthy human as you want to be. So, so bear that in mind. Um, unfortunately, I have to cut this off at 30 minutes today, but it's something that's been very much on my mind. And I'd really like you to encourage, I'd like to encourage you to, to invest in things that give you small amounts of delight. Um, if you've been hoarding lovely things like bath bombs or bubble baths or just haven't had a bath in as long as you can remember and it's something that brings you joy, I encourage you to make the time to do that today. If you are looking at a utilitarian cleaner in your house or something that smells delightful um, and costs a little bit more, I encourage you to go ahead and get the one that smells delightful. If smells and things like that don't mean much to you, but you know, reading a, a good, good book does, and you haven't had one in a while, I encourage you to go ahead and buy one. Purchase a new book and, and put aside the time or whatever it is. Um, or go for that walk that you've been putting off because it's like, I don't have the time. I've got so much work to do. I've got so much, you know, catching up of grading to do, or I have so much studying to do, or I, sh you know, how can I go to a movie? Um, when my house isn't tidy or clean or whatever, go ahead and indulge in a little luxury today, please, of some kind, any kind, and every day, because you are worthwhile, and I think that is the greatest, um, the greatest cure that we are going to find to our collective burnout, um, incrementally and consciously um, taking back time energy and beauty for ourselves and saying no to things that exploit that time and energy and and persuade us that we're not worthy of it and that beauty you are worthy of it and um sending much love your way in any struggles that or sadnesses you're experiencing right now um many 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 prayers are in my heart for many many people right now um, so go ahead also and show yourself some love today and every day. And I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bye-bye.